and the Oslo Treaty Plan. Oh my God, what a plan! Not as famous as Scarsbury, not a daddy's boy like Jens, but when hand grenades are flying, there's just one man you can trust. Hello and welcome to Pod for Norga, Norway's only television and film podcast. The only one about Norway. Uh, that's ever been created. Uh, my name is Jack. I'm here in the beautiful tiger city of Oslo. Sitted to my left is... Erland. And then to his left. Cool. And then technically, if you kept going left for a very long time, you would reach our other two friends... Kevin. And John. Which geographically would be correct, because that's the part of the city that we are... Uh... We're in. See, th- we're off to a great start. We're off to let's a great start. Fu- let's not we fuck are, this up like this we always end up doing. Like we did for the past five minutes before we started recording. Today, we are covering the HBO made for television movie Oslo, which Oslo. came out earlier this year, 2021, or in Norwegian, Oslo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I love how you added "made for television." Isn't that what I don't? It's know. What, that's like the it's, best. Is that what it's called? It's like, it's a TV movie. Yeah, it's it's that's how what it's been. Aver- that's how it's advertised. It's like. But that's like saying every Netflix film is a Netflix made for television movie, but which it, is kind of wrong. Or made for but your it's smartphone. Like, like introducing though. Irishman, the made for television <laughs> movie. <laughs> but you don't introduce it as that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like like Legally Blonde was a made-for-television movie because it was prior to like fucking streaming and stuff, you know. Was it really? And no. but uh, HBO what? has always maybe been. It the, maybe it was the was sequel. A, was a mainstream oh, yeah. picture. Yeah. Yes. How sure. dare you besmirch? There go. I just saw yes. Legally Blonde recently for the first time. It is a phenomenal movie. Yeah, I agree. It holds Does, up. It holds up. It holds it up it? really well. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's great. I'd recommend it. Still a great move. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Ben and Snap. <laughs> I, 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 I uh, recent, the Rewatchables recently covered it, um, mm-hmm. and I was listening to it, and they said the one thing: if if Elle was in your class at Harvard Law, you think one guy would hit on her? You know, just because oh, they yeah. all, she, everyone hates her in the whole thing. Oh yeah, no, there are definitely dudes are awful. Yes, they would definitely I, hit on her. I think I think it's fair to say that some guys at Harvard Law would hit on her. Yes, would probably. <laughs> And as, you are and, our, our residential resident lawyer. lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> podcast lawyer. Yeah. Right, we'll get to the from, movie at um, SUNY? SUNY Purchase Law School, <laughs> right? Gotcha. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Oslo. Uh, let me, I, I've got uh, this uh, movie. Oslo was directed by Bartlett Sher. It was. It's his first major movie. He previously directed uh, a filming of um, a performance of The King and I. That's the only major one I saw. And the film uh, stars, I guess the main two actors we would say are Ruth Wilson and Andrew Scott, who we know, I mean, a lot, most people probably know Andrew Scott for portraying Moriarty on Sherlock. Mm-hmm. Um, the British one. The British one. Right. Yes, not the Robert Downey Jr. Which is also dope, but yeah. <laughs> Both are great. Both are great. Both are great. Both, Both are great. great. And uh, I forget what I know Ruth Wilson from. Yeah. Was she it? was in She was in the Golden Compass, the HBO adaptation. Yes. Yeah, she's, right. she's in a bunch this is of definitely HBO like stuff. her first lead yeah. thing, I think, as well. She um, looks like she's she's a theater actress for Definitely. First, she has that vibe. Yeah. Um, um, but which is fitting. Because yeah, can I can I jump back to the director uh, real quick? Yeah, um, director yes, and please. writer, because this I feel like this is one of the one of the few movies that I'm actually like somewhat qualified to talk about in some way. As on, opposed to every other because thing it's you've based ever on a play. <laughs> yes, because it's based on a play and it's based on on a, dr- a dramatic uh, you know mm-hmm. dramatic work. Um, mm-hmm. directed by the guy who directed it on Broadway and then the West End and written by the playwright. Good. So uh, it's all, so like from a dramatic standpoint, this is very true to the, to the original work because it's yeah. written by the guy, the same people. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Let me, let me quickly just give the, the synopsis, at least it's provided on IMDb. 
So, uh, adapted from the Tony Award-winning play of the same name, the film is based on a true story of negotiations between implacable enemies, the secret back-channel talks, unlikely friends, and quiet heroics of a small but committed group of Israelis, Palestinians, and one Norwegian couple that led to the 1993 Oslo Peace Accords. Um, there's one question I wanted to st uh, start with, um, I think is a good, a good way um, for this movie, which is um, Israel, Palestine... Which side is right? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's a good one. I think that we can is... quickly Sorry. just sum this Sorry, up, no. don't you think? No, no. no. Okay, no, no. Just to quickly get it out of the way. No, no I think God. that goes to a very good point that we are, none of us are qualified to talk about the actual substance of what they were discussing and the kind of mm -hmm. politics. About, we can talk about around I it. will. I we will talk, talk around about it. it. But yeah, we are... Uh, no. Um, oh boy, it's gonna be oh tough. Oh god. I will say though, real quick, that mm -hmm. I actually found like immediately upon like starting it, I was like, oh, I'm interested to see if there will be a bias, but mm -hmm. I didn't really pick up any bias. Mm -hmm. Like the movie certainly has no bias. Yeah. The movie is very neutral. It just kind of tells a story. Which the writer I looked at, um, uh, the writer of this um, of the original play, kind of. I think he's American, mm -hmm. maybe, yeah. Yep. And it, this came about from a chance encounter, and he found it to be an interesting story and just wrote on it. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think this this definitely didn't have the... There was a both-sizing in a good way of, like, no one coming in to, like, uh, put a real political yeah. push on, on, on it. Because on uh, he yeah, met Kevin. with the with Terrier. Terrier. Yeah. Like, he... Terrier. And, Terrier, and, like, the whole story was from his point of view so mm -hmm. i i think that's kind of why there is that i mean he's he's norwegian he's the 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 yeah. uh, broker for this deal and like or one of the brokers and sure yeah it's told it from a very i mean it's it's one man's perspective on the whole thing it's ba mm -hmm. uh, based on on his telling of it and and the all the dialogue is obviously dramatized and and mm -hmm. fictionalized but it you know based on Actual, well, know, yeah, things in the. Well, let's get into it, Ke Kevin. Yes. As as a man, as a thespian. Yes. Uh, uh, what do you think? What, what are your overall thoughts on on this movie? I thought it was very very good. I didn't. I always don't think I'm I'm gonna like these kind of piece these movies plays where it's just you know just people talking, white dudes mm -hmm. in suits talking. Um. But there were some non-white. There was some non-white. Yeah, right. White is a. I think right. the larger Actors. point is <laughs> right. The larger yes. Uh, me, sorry, men in suits talking. Yes. Um, but but it's it's part of the um, the author's, you know, mm -hmm. part of his is telling the story was to have a very you know to try and take a very boring. Uh, set up, you know, just people at a table talking and disagreeing, and turn the turn the speech into action, and I feel like they did mm -hmm. that very well. There was always stakes were always building. There was always something, you know, um, you know, worth fighting for in each scene, uh, and it was very clear what each person wanted. Um, you know, I, I thought as a from a storytelling point of view, I thought this was. This is really good, um, and a very you know fascinating kind of setup for the whole. Were you were either any uh, of you guys familiar with this? If if not the secret negotiations, then more maybe more broadly with the uh, the nineteen ninety three Oslo peace accords. Yeah. The the broader story, yes. Not at all the secret Norwegian back channel Same. component of it. Okay. Agreed. Um, yeah. Uh, John, how about you? Did you want to give your uh, overall thoughts on the on the yeah, film? Yeah, I I, actually, I really enjoyed the movie. I watched it twice because um, I watched it a few oh, weeks oh ago, and then I like had wanted to make sure I didn't forget it, so I watched it again yesterday. Um, mm -hmm. And it both held up. I found some new things, uh, and I, I I really enjoyed it. It was surprisingly funny um, mm. and kind of endearing in a way that you know I, to to Kevin's point, like there's a there's probably a strong tendency in something like this to like record international relations being made. Um, mm -hmm. I, I don't know anything about how deals like this are negotiated. I don't know to what extent like alcohol is basically the thing that <laughs> makes it all work. Um, but that kind of, I believe, I believe but that, that. kind of rings true to me. Uh, and so I hope, like, I, I hope this is right. Um, 
And, you know, it has a, like, as we were saying in the beginning, that this is such a complex issue, and I certainly have no ability to actually opine or talk about the underlying things, but it is, um, it is at least nice the way it portrays it is ultimately, you know, we're all, we're all people, uh, we all have more things in common than not, and when you break down kind of the barriers we've constructed, uh, you can find some, some common ground. Um, I, I, it was a, kind of an endearing movie uh, mm-hmm. and very enjoyable. And But the comic beats were great. It was really funny uh, mm-hmm. in a way that I did not necessarily expect. That is complete fucking bullshit. There's <laughs> <laughs> something to Thank you. Thank you. And again, thank you thank, for that. Thank, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Much appreciated. And now to Oslo. Uh, what did you guys think of the movie? Girl, you yeah. want to start? Uh, I did not like it. Oh. Um, unfortunately. Well, uh, um, But it could have been fixed. One one very simple thing they could have done to to have it gone from you know not great to fantastic in my book would have been just to set it anywhere but Oslo. <laughs> if it was, but my problem with it was because I'm Norwegian and because. Uh, I know the culture and the language and the, what Oslo is supposed to look like. I got really distracted with every accent being oh, garbage. Yeah, <laughs> this, this Just utterly garbage. So Everyone British? Get, is that like... No. Uh, this this movie was shot... I don't know if you could tell. I don't think there are any Norwegian actors in the movie. No, there was a there Finnish is. actor. There, that's not a Norwegian. I know, but I'm like, why would they get a Finnish guy? <laughs> well, yeah, a Swedish, Finnish Swedish, Swedish woman actually Swedish? Because that was funny. Mm, no, I think they were... Ch- everything. Almost everyone who's not in the main cast is Czech. Oh. All okay. the background. It was shot for Prague for Oslo, I believe. Hmm. And, yeah. And but one of the politicians who was Norwegian, like acting as a Norwegian guy, was, was apparently a Finnish, Finnish guy. actor like, who spoke Swedish. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, did he play? How hard Jan- would it be to get like a Norwegian they're, actor? They're very expensive. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, and it just it it oh, kept it's a, yanking me out of did it. Did Kev, Kevin and John? Did you notice at all that not like these people doing these? The, oh yeah, at yeah. least. Oh, okay, well, at least like yeah, the main uh, Ruth Wilson and Andrew Scott. Well, I realized were that, like, yeah. oh. what? That's not. That was wild to me. Is that I could not figure out what was happening because the characters were speaking a lot of times English to everyone's speaking English throughout the entire movie, and I can't tell when they're supposed to be speaking English to each other or when theoretically Tadia and Mona are speaking Norwegian to each other in heavily accented British. But then, yeah. so I was like, okay, British actors are are Norwegian, but then other people are like Czech trying to do Norwegian accents in conversations with British people, and I was just like, I have no idea what the fuck is going But if, if, any, of you, if mm. any of you saw, what was the um, Eurovision movie? Oh, uh, Eurovision. Called Eurovision. Eurovision. Yeah. Yeah. Will Ferrell one. <laughs> right. Oh, yes. So yep. this, to me, this was an entire movie of Pierce Brosnan in it Eurovision, <laughs> which was also just, just it, it, it just yeah. broke it anyway. for uh, me. Erlen, hop, hop on. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with Gudo in terms of the accent and the, and in terms of the general like mm-hmm. general uh, feeling is just like this movie felt a little clumsy in a way, uh, even though it was like it it had all the kind of capabilities to not be in a, mm-hmm. in a way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing that I also just kind of hated was like okay. Sepia tone because we're in fucking. Oh my god, we gotta talk about the the yellow. It's like it was the breaking bad filter in in yellow. yellow. It was like we get it. You're in the Middle (laughs) East. It's like okay, cool. But that that was something that almost took me out more than the accents. They did a blue one for anything that was yeah that was like winter or 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 London. London, But so that was like one thing, and then the other thing was just kind of like. Like, um, to your points, uh, John and Kevin, about the comedic beats, like, I did appreciate them, but I also felt like, I don't know if it was kind of, like, well-placed in a way. I couldn't decide if I'm like, mm-hmm. is this funny or is this kind of really sad? You know what I mean? Or is this, like, a comedy or is this just a dramatic historical telling? Like, I could just, yeah. through and through, I was like, this is probably it, a way better play than it yeah. is Okay, that's a, that's a great point. Do you think, do you think you would have appreciated this movie if, like, same delivery, same script, 
but we're we're in a theater watching. Hundred percent, because like if I if I was on if I was just looking at a stage and seeing these uh, people on both sides of a table, yeah. I would feel like I'm sitting at that table mm-hmm. as an as a fly on the wall as well. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Whereas instead, this was more about like the table, yes, but it was also like this manor in Bodegoy, which is by the way like an hour and a half away from Oslo. So yeah, it shouldn't even, even be called shouldn't even be called Oslo. <laughs> the stop spelling accord. That's yeah. totally what it should be called. Well, it's <laughs> it's like flying into uh you're, when you fly into Washington DC and, and you fly mm-hmm. into Dulles, like you're not flying into, into DC, you're, you're flying into an hour and a half outside of DC. Yeah. But yeah. uh it's, but no, I mean, but, it's, to, it's, but to your point you're right. It's only called the uh, Oslo Accord because like the official Channel like when when it became state sponsored by the Washington one or blah blah yeah, blah yeah. then they were like okay Oslo because like mm-hmm. that sounds more legit. But anyways, uh, yeah, I, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, no, no. Just, I want to hear I, your views. Uh I Erlin has summarized it uh, pretty well um uh, on my thoughts. I I I completely agree. I'm I feel like um this play the play also is longer. The play is Ooh. three hours long, Jesus. and wow. this was an hour and an hour and fifty <laughs> minutes, I think, and obviously has a lot taken down. Um, like, so it is further shortened, and then it's probably uh, shortened even more than the hour and fifty minutes because a lot of that was establishing shots or whatever non you know non dialogue scenes, and I feel like I could really tell that, be- which that's a problem that you like. Honestly, I did not want to watch a three-hour version of this. I'm glad that they they shorted that <laughs> to a movie length. But there were, but in the in the act of taking maybe a two-minute scene or a clip of a of a conversation and having to like, okay, we got to get this down to thirty seconds. You have to really, really sharpen it. But sometimes in this movie, I had the feeling of things being kind of stilted because there was a lot of exposition that I thought was really dumb, like some like like. Um, my people think you are this. And then the guy goes, well, my people think you are this. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I like it, it, it felt like a little clunky to me in that bit. Or the one that would, that would really get to me is when uh, they would, people would constantly tell who they are to other people. Like, but you my, are my wife and cannot do this. Or when Jan Eglan was like, but you're just a Norwegian mid-level diplomat. You're not supposed to be like we all. We know who you know who the fuck she is. Yeah, it's like, like you a, it's spoon-fed. Yeah, in a way. and um, which once I or what is the other thing like um, uh, uh, is it Andrew Scott's character at one point was like the Berlin Wall has recently come down. So much is possible. Like all right, buddy. Like that's <laughs> in case you just forgot, in case you forgot. This was in the nineties. <laughs> one of my Here favorite. How about that Nirvana? My roommate has this great story about a, a, an improv scene that she was in, or a, a comedy sketch scene that she was in, and one of her favorite lines of all time was, <clears throat> Sure is hot here down in the south, where we live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying, and yeah, all those criticisms are, I totally get, because they don't really fit into a movie, because they're, they're very dramatic, like, theatrical elements, mm-hmm. like the being soaked in yellow. I, yeah, it's very heavy-handed, and the blue, and yeah, and, and, yeah so I, I totally get that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm coming at it from the angle of, mm-hmm. of, of, spect- of theatrical spectacle, and mm-hmm. I think this was... Yeah, maybe not the the most you know well adapted mm-hmm. to a movie, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from from a play to a movie. But I think it was really just kind of I I read it as trying to put the theatrical experience on screen, mm-hmm. as opposed to right. making it into and a movie. Does it lose a bit when it does that? Because I I don't know if it's like. If you yeah. talked like in like like the way people talk on a stage, you would in real life like people would think you're freaking crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And exactly. I, exactly. And, and we don't. I think we are less willing to ex- in general extend that the kind of suspension of disbelief and dialogue that we we do for theater than we do for movies. Which absolutely. It's it's and that's the that's the easier key. to immerse ourselves. And and that's yeah. why all the accents are garbage because. <laughs> It's it's made for a play. It's made to be a play. It's it's you know wh- when you see someone on stage, you're a, yeah exactly to your point. You're a lot more forgiving when you're in person. When you see exactly. someone in front of you, you're like okay, you know what? I'm gonna suspend my disbelief for for the you know as you just said. My, so, 
Yeah. My solution for this, honestly, because uh, uh, um, I think a lot of the dialogue, uh, at least as it was written, could have been delivered. You know, I, I felt mm -hmm. like a lot of the lines, every line was being delivered like with this heavy gravitas and seriousness. Yeah. That I don't know didn't felt a little bit unrealistic for me. Um, and I wish actually they just sped up the dialogue because the scenes where they actually would go when they would hold, uh, when they would hold it on, on one camera angle and you'd have both actors in frame. Mm -hmm. And like, there was some argument scenes where they actually started to go at each other back and forth in quick responsing responses. That to me, I enjoyed more because I'm like that. It felt more real to me. And it was like actual people acting act two actors acting with each other right. rather than shot, you know, versus shot versus shot going back and forth. And so that's one thing I wish. And I feel like if you are going to adapt a play, which is obviously heavily actor focused rather than spectacle, you should try to maybe do some of those uh, like maybe wider angle shots where we or, or longer shots where we get to just see actors over the course of minutes really act a scene out together. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Also, so what, this is garbage. One small thing. I can thing, do this movie better. One yes. small thing about the the running time. Um, a lot of the time in, in there's mm -hmm. an astounding amount of time in the theater in during plays that is spent in transitions, transitions yeah. between scenes, like moving furniture off and moving furniture back on. Mm -hmm. So. I'm not saying that it's going to, I mean, that would bring it down from like three hours to if the transitions were eliminated, maybe like two hours and 50 minutes plus, yeah, okay. plus intermissions. Do you count the intermission in the runtime of a play? Usually. Oh, okay. So get your Sour Patch Kids and you. Just uh, I want Sour Patch Kids now. Quick, quick thought or response, I guess, on the comedic yeah. beat thing or the, the comedy aspect of it. I, mm -hmm. I Just taking yourself like from a totally third-party perspective for a second. I mean, this happened, right? But, like, it's frankly absurd and kind of hilarious that the that we have, like, the, the actual setup, which they explore a couple times in the movie, is we have Israelis and Palestinians who both are, I mean, just from a purely climactic perspective or from a very hot part of the world, but also from, like, a more metaphorical perspective, I think, and, and totally stereotypically, tend to be more uh, emotions on the sleeve, passionate people. Um, mm -hmm. And this was all done and resolved, and or not resolved, but like <laughs> all of this happened among, with Norwegians in like, <laughs> suburban Norway. Uh, in winter, yeah. That's a very good Where point. like, uh, we have is... no emotions here. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, so I, as someone who has now been lucky enough to to meet and get to know some Norwegian people, I, I realize that you are very passionate, friendly, wonderful folks, but maybe don't quite wear yeah. it on the sleeve as much, yeah. uh, and, Which... and, dis and display that quite as much. And so it's like it actually rang really true to me. And maybe you guys think this is absurd, but the the initial scene when they're in they're in the the palace the in, yeah in the dome and they're talking about this is where olaf built his yeah. uh like this is where Nor the seeds of norwegian democracy were built and then hassan says the and then they tore down his palace and whatever else and, they burned and, it and, yeah and burned it and, and they all went away and and then he just sends the same thing funny. about under the boots of zionist oppression yada yeah. yada and then uh at both times the like terry is like Thank you for that. Thank you. M much appreciated. Yes. Much, much appreciated. Now, it's weird that he's doing it in a British accent, but, like, yeah. I, I'm not sure that that's, like, the wrong... Like, that seems like maybe how this guy did that. I don't know. I, I, I Probably. Like, yeah. It's a, it feels right. No one, would, yes. no one would believe this setup for a, for a plot if it hadn't actually happened. It happened, yeah. Exactly. Right? Um, but Andrew, I think of Andrew Scott, at, you know, that actor, as a very hot blood... Like, a very... Yeah, I don't think he was the right for this role. He is like, when, like I, it, I don't think he did a bad job, mm. but I felt like all I saw was like this fucking psychopath. Have you from, seen? Did from you watch? Sherlock. Yeah, 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 Sherlock. Because yeah. he's very he kills theatrical and very over the top and facial expressions and Latin, like the scene where he's screaming at her, "You are so Norwegian." Which I, thought was <laughs> I love that. Also, very confusing. I I honestly did not know what nationality they were at that point. Yeah, that was... I, I was I was confused at, in in that moment. It, it would be weird for a fellow Norwegian to yell that at a fellow Nor. I mean, I guess I would it? 
No, I just think that like Mona like is not a t- particularly Norwegian name. So I I too was like, what? oh, she could be. I mean, I haven't met a lot of Monas here. I don't know. I feel like it's a very British name. To yeah. Tadia, on the other hand. Tadia is that a is very Norwegian name. So I was like, okay, Tadia is a sociologist from Norway, and he's just passionate about this this issue mm-hmm. and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then okay, I guess Mona is probably Norwegian because she's a diplomat but then again we first see her in London so I'm like and she speaks with a British accent half yeah, the time because she kind of forgets if she's supposed to do this weird Norwegian thing or not so you're kind of confused like yeah. until the <laughs> exposition where Jan Eglin goes but you're just a Norwegian diplomat a so middle then, level mid-level middle yeah <laughs> no, um, yeah. also potentially heir to a uh, tobacco um, uh, Conglomerate. Uh, her last name is uh, is Mona Jewel, J U U L. So I think she might actually have had. That's not tobacco. Multiple it's easy, ro- it's bro. It's a totally different thing. <laughs> According to the regulation. Whatever. Yeah. That's the thing. It's not cigarettes. It's, it's not water. tobacco, man. It's just it's the nicotine. nicotine water. It's um, just the addictive one, stuff. One thing that I think kind of took the this. Uh, I, I try to remember my biases when I go into a movie and then I promptly ignore them. But mm-hmm. one that I was carrying into this, I was like, oh, cool, a movie about the Oslo Accords and how that process got set up. And then I'm like, so this is all going to be a failure. Like I knew, <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, Yitzhak Rabin is going to get killed for this in two years after the movie. So the whole time hanging over this, I'm just like, you know, every time they start to make, I guess there's, there's, maybe more the tragedy of it because you start to see these people get along they they start to get to know each other and that i guess the idea is if you know what's gonna come it's a little bit more of a like a bittersweet kind of feeling when you're watching Mm -hmm. it but for me i just kept being like none of this matters which i i think kind of hurt me in the Uh, the one thing and i gotta say the one thing that uh, really, really rolled my eye. I will go on and say more nice things about the movie, but the, a part that I really rolled my eyes was when the two diplomats are walking in outside and they realize is that their daughters have the their same daughters name, are they both named which is is like literally the meme from uh, Batman vs Superman when they when is does is anyone know what I'm talking about no. here? <laughs> the mo- the mo- Zack Snyder's uh, Batman uh, versus Superman to spoil this movie, which you shouldn't see. They yeah. have a big fight, and Batman and Superman spend the whole movie fighting, and Batman is about to kill Superman, and right as he's about to do it, Superman is worried about his mother because Lex Luthor has his mother, and says, um, "Save Martha." Which is his his mother's name, say Martha. Which is a really weird thing to say, call your mother by her first name, but in in canon, Batman and Superman, um, their mothers are the, have the same first name, and that's and when he says that, Batman suddenly realizes, wow, our mothers have the same name. We should be friends, <laughs> and it's the oh. dumbest fucking thing ever, and it's become a bit of a meme, and uh, so when this happened here, when they're like, what? Like maybe we're not so different after all. <laughs> I just kind of, like all. I just immediately thought of. of it's true. It. Yeah, I could see that. But it it also unless kind of, it's true. If it's true, so I haven't looked this up. I think that so is. It's not totally true. One's named Maya. One's named Mona. But they did, wow. in fact, I think, become friends, and in fact, attended okay. like Maya attended Mona's wedding or something. Right. I need to be less people, of a dad. So. Cool. Yeah. Like, just to, to, to like change the general notes of criticism, though, yep. one thing that I did like was like uh, towards the end, especially, I felt like you were there were stakes, you know, like you were like, oh, I've seen all these drafts and like uh, I've seen all these like, mm-hmm. you know, they keep adding people right as they as they become mm-hmm. more and more of a legitimate it, yeah, channel gaining then, momentum. Yeah. Then you're like, OK, now we have to add this high level person instead yeah, of a mid level yeah, person. And then you upgrade. have to add this. Uh, you got to upgrade, and then and then you're realizing like you're you've kind of watched this whole process mature, mm-hmm. and then you're like, uh, oh, shit, what, like they're about to walk away from each other, uh, at like a critical moment, and then you're like like I was actually like oh no, even though I know mm-hmm. an accord was made, Ultimate, yeah. you know what I mean? But I and but I, and I also didn't know about these principles. Like that was all new information mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. me, to be honest, uh, and I didn't realize like that was like the meat and potatoes of this whole thing. Mm. So I like. That was cool. He like he, oh. they managed to get you to care. You know yeah, what I mean. And I'll I'll throw in another compliment here. I actually enjoyed the scene when they get to Sweden, and <laughs> the phone call. Mm. Um, I I um, 
let, let, let's again go into more of the things Jack realizes he likes about movies. I like a movie, I like a late night negotiation movie, like where guys yeah. in suits with like ties pulled down, you know, from their necks, sitting there at four in the morning and on a phone <laughs> and shooting glances to each other, like, okay, what do we do? Can we hit this? Yeah, the, I'm thinking of, or like, I also, yeah, uh, one name, thing I, name one other movie. Uh, I'm thinking a Jack eat, totally eats up every newspaper movie. Uh, like, that's you fucking good. love that shit. I love uh, <laughs> one fair. movie, and I'm thinking of specific scenes. Did anybody see Margin Call? It actually, oh, it, yes. It, with yes. Kevin Spacey. Which, yes. uh, uh, but yeah. but, yeah. but that, there's the late <laughs> night, there's like the four okay. in the morning scene when they're the briefing to meeting. Jeremy Irons, and they're, and like, it's, it's a lot of pauses, a lot of tension, and like a lot of reaction shots of people realizing like oh the, the economy is about to collapse in the next 18 hours and we have to do what we can like that is great i like background mm -hmm. uh, do or documentaries like have any of you guys seen war room about um james carville during the 92 oh, no. that's campaign that's a classic one and like a lot of backroom access and these kind of things so mm -hmm. I, I mean like those that's the kind of stuff i'm thinking gotcha of. yeah yeah and see i i do love getting to see how the sausage is made sometimes mm -hmm. in these like political machinations. Cause it really is just dudes talking. Yeah. It's, it's and, and like at the very end, talking. I thought it was really funny when not funny, but with the uh, Israeli um, foreign minister was like, they're like, well, you know, that's against you know, something. Something is against protocol. He's like, you realize we're pretty much Wait. past <laughs> all protocol at this point. We just, we just have to figure this shit out. Like we have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And and also, that was it. cool to see because I didn't realize they resorted to such primitive, uh, like, modes of communication, you know? <laughs> Just and bring like, up this guy we're going to knock it out. Yeah, but it, yeah. Was also like, it was also like when they were like, call Arafat or whatever. Yeah, call like, Arafat. Call Arafat. Like, yeah. like, like, <laughs> where the fuck <laughs> do I do that? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. uh, and then you realize, like, this stuff was extremely yeah. uncoordinated, unplanned, clumsy, blah, blah, blah. And they made it work. I mean, like, of course, it ended up completely devolving after in just a short amount of time it's not exactly but this like is the, the most progress that's ever happened ever. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and so. and like the 50 years prior mm -hmm. were like like nothing had really happened yeah. right to so, go from two these sides literally not yeah. talking to each other and have it being illegal so i will say that yeah. like the third act was the best act Completely. in that in that sense you would look we're at finally you, look at you and me getting it's along because we're in the same room yeah <laughs> <laughs> um what do you guys think of the uh, uh, the over? Let's go through some of the, some of the performances. I feel we've talked a bit about the main two British actors. Um, How do you feel about the um, some of the guys who were played the Israeli delegation? So we had the main guy. Uh, I have their, I wrote some names down. So it was Abu Allah. No, no, that was on PLO. Mm. It was Yair, uh, and then Ur, Ur Yuri was the hotshot diplomat with the glasses. Yeah, that he was dope. <laughs> Who came in acting, like, swinging his dick around, and then but then ended was like, I can work with these guys, which is yeah. I thought that was I thought, was cool. I thought that was really great. I yeah. um oh oh can I uh, one of my favorite performances was mm -hmm. of the um the uh, Israeli like the the junior guy I forgot his name um yeah telling yeah, yeah. telling the story about the uh a, a rabbit what ran into the forest and. The um, Interpol, the CIA, and the Mossad were sent in to catch this rabbit. We we gotta we gotta tell you that. Um, what was my point, reaction, Gero? At this point, watching this movie, um, he he uh, uh, Jack sort of like sits up real straight <laughs> and then like leans forward and scoots to the end of his seat and he goes. This is the joke I tell. This is my joke. This is my joke. I've told this <laughs> I joke like a hundred times. I tell, <gasps> I tell. I have told this exact joke. Yeah. This exact joke. With rabbit. It's with the rabbit and the bear. It was the whole. And the, bear. I, the whole bit. The the whole. The only bit that is different is the agencies. That it's it's. What it's are a the joke agencies? about? The uh, the British, the Americans, and then the, the ones at the end are the are the Russians. So the Russians bring out the bear. Oh right yeah, I guess you can kind of. It's yeah. just copy paste or, or it is. You just pick your agency. Yeah. <laughs> that is really funny. When did where, where did you do you know where you heard or like? I got it back when I was working for the government. There must have been I must have been at okay. some like Russian symposium and that they were. It okay. Was funny. It, I mean, it, when he told it, it sounded like it was a. I mean, he kind of presented it as like there's this great Russian joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And 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 then the the economist says the punchline. 
So like yeah, yeah, yeah. they, I think it is. It must be yeah. a very well known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit, I, but I thought it was a great joke. I thought it's. I liked. You should continue. That actor. Say, you should continue telling it. I. I'll it's great. It, I'll keep it. Good. There's um, uh, what about um, uh, what'd you think of that actor overall? I thought he was like. Oh yeah. The he funniest was... actor, at least the kind. Oh yeah. The young one or the. No, yeah. the, the, the one, one that tells a joke when he's leaving. He's the one that like when they're leaving, waving out of the car, like. He just had, he was the one yeah. having most fun to be at he these was, negotiations. He was happy to be yeah. there. He was really Low happy Low stakes guy. for him. <laughs> yeah. I think overall the two the two delegates from the PLO were my favorite actors. I feel like yeah. they yeah. had a really good chemistry and they kind of like I, they were very believable. And then I also liked mm-hmm. this kind of the guy who played the lawyer, the Joel Singer. Yeah. He oh, like man. struck me as like like yeah, he kind of he, had gravitas, he, he like he like delivered that sense of like yeah. I'm aggressive. I am. Yeah. Uh, I, like he's very good at you know asking the right questions yeah. and being very uh, oh, detail oriented and stuff. Yeah. That that moment when he's like, hey, you come here talking about uh, garbage and taxes. It's like yeah. we're here talking about a government. That's what a government, the government does. does. Yeah. They do garbage and taxes, and it's like, oh shit. Okay, yeah. I guess that's part of that is that is what they that is kind of the nuts and bolts. It's not just about posturing. It's about I liked, uh, yeah. I liked Hassan, the yeah. communist PLO guy, who was very intense in everything. He very well mm-hmm. cast. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I did like every time he started talking about the bourgeoisie and like the capitalist <laughs> imperialism. Yeah. I'm like, all right, buddy, we and got he you. A, he drank. Like, uh, he, he, would, he would like toast to that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Thank God the, the Palestinian side also drank. I yeah. feel like it would have been real awkward had they not. Ugh. I also, just like a quick comment was like, mm-hmm. there were some things that... It's like they made you remember that you were in the 90s by mentioning the Berlin Wall and stuff. But there are mm-hmm. other times when I was like, the way that this is, uh, the set the set is kind of designed, mm-hmm. it was not, it did not make you think like this was the 90s. I completely mm-hmm. agree. They did not have clothing that looked like the 90s. Their cars were not like the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, and like this woman who was um, who was like uh, the it chef. Like the 50s. Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I feel yeah. like the woman in the sh- who was making the food for yes. them and stuff would have like likely have known about the pork thing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right. Like, I'm like, <laughs> right, this is yeah. not. This is 92. <laughs> also, they might have briefed her beforehand, like yeah. BT dubs. Like that's yeah. kind of where those comedic beats felt a little out of place. Mm. But or otherwise, kind of they did it. kind of work. I right. will. Well, that, so that's actually that's an interesting. That's a question I had. Would a like relatively mm-hmm. rural. Norwegian in the 90s have known about the dietary rules of I think so I mean, there were to like... be clear I'm not sure that the average like rural American these days would know that and certainly maybe not in the 90s before we had like decades of war where we all learned a lot more about Islam <laughs> at least uh, like I, I don't know the way Americans what do you learn? think Gudo? like I think it, I don't know weren't there not even didn't like the first sushi restaurant open in like 1995 so no i mean like there were there were a ton of pakistani um mm-hmm. immigrants in the 80s that yeah. came to norway That's and the it, thing. and it became very well known that they were mm-hmm. uh, of the islamic faith and whatnot and they were like they would quickly open up gas stations but you would never be able to buy certain things and like i think it was yeah, kind okay. of Sar- sarsborg is not like the most rural place it's kind yeah, of like yeah, yeah. that's fair then yeah. What yeah. Um, Norwegian city? Norwegian, yeah. One thing about the um uh, uh about the the, the costume, how it looked, and kind mm-hmm. of the ambiguity about the time. Um, that is so it, it re- kind of reminded me of um, a few good men. Um, mm-hmm. part of a few good men's design was to keep it. Um, the reason why there's so, it's mostly people in uniform is to kind of eliminate that sense of time. And to kind of bring the audience, like it, it, give the audience the, the idea that it could be set at any time. This is not a, mm-hmm. a story that is mm-hmm. only from 1993. This is a a story about a you know, generations and generations of fighting. And so I think I think that's where they were kind of going for. It's the because the whole set. And you know, in the play and design, the design aspect of it is is very sparse to begin with. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. it is. It's. It is. You know, in in 1993, but at the same time, the idea of the idea of peace is timeless. Ooh. So I think that's where they're going for. It. And it's apparently unobtainable in certain situations. I guess. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's, well, it's fleeting. I, it's, I, as I said to Giro. Really thought Jared Kushner was going to fix it. 
Right? Oh, well. We were go, all pulling Jared. for him. Jared. Jared. Really Jared. Letting us down uh, again. What did you guys think of the um, the motif or uh, the use of the flashbacks of them being... In, did not like the way it was presented. I did not either. I didn't think they needed that. I mean, I get how you need to show, like, this is what they're debating. Like, the violence is real. The mm-hmm. death is real. But the way it was... Like, first of all, it was the opening. And yeah. I was like... This opening feels grainy and weird and almost like a dream and not like a real... Yeah, like, like it would have been, It would have been so yeah. much cooler if you saw it from like um, two people's, two soldiers' perspectives that were like actively fighting and mm-hmm. they, it was like cut, cutting back and forth between... Rather than her. Um, yeah. yeah, a Palestinian and an Israeli soldier or something. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, like take her out of it. I get it that I get that you witnessed it, but it was like too much She's like she almost on got her. shot. Yeah, right, yeah, like right, she yeah. almost got hurt. You know I, what I mean? And I, I felt that was a little weird. And this is probably easily disprovable if I actually read the play, but I bet there's something in there. Like, I bet those flashbacks were handled in a monologue or in some other bit of stage business. A soliloquy. I looked, I obviously have not seen the play, but I did see some of the pictures of taken photographs of the performance of the play. And one thing which I I think would be very cool to see, and you couldn't really have done it here unless you wanted to get super art housey was while the people would be debating at the table, you know, at the table, mm-hmm. and the, the, there were, uh, on the play, uh, in the play, they would um, project images mm-hmm. on the background That's of photos so, yeah. of, like, violence happening, of tanks shooting, of, con- like, so yeah. as maybe someone's mm-hmm. telling a story, there's actually photo- real-life photos of the area and of violence and of, of this kind of turmoil, That's which very, uh... I think would be super cool. Very astute that you said that because projections are. I mean, this was written in ninety, no, twenty sixteen, mm-hmm. and uh, projections in the past ten years have become like the design aspect. So yeah, I bet there were lots of projections used. It, it cool. might even have been a you know Israeli and uh, Palestinian mm-hmm. soldier projection, mm-hmm. or Wait, or, so that's or a, like that's a war relative, zone stuff. Yeah, that's a relatively new thing in in stage productions, Kevin. It, it, uh, not. Well, not necessarily new, but it's kind of becoming its own design Trendy. aspect now. Um, previously, oh, like there okay. are projections designers now, um, whereas mm-hmm. before that would have been the lighting designer or, or set designer, p- potentially. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, projections have become a major major part I, of uh, I will say, design. Um, kind of to this point, I, so when I rewatched it, I noticed that in one of the very early flashback scenes, Mona does see the soldier and the boy kind of facing off. And I hadn't mm. noticed that earlier because she obviously has that really powerful scene later on where she says that she saw that. Like she mm. saw two boys on both sides, neither of whom wanted to be there. Um, and I, like, I thought it was much more powerful just her describing it than, the, than the seeing it. Cause I didn't even clock that. I saw specifically that scene the first time around. Um, and then I was like, oh, they, they actually had a flashback of that when I saw it the second time. But mm-hmm. I think right. the description, the words were more, uh, I mean, it also shows, though, perhaps a bit of deception on her part in a way, because she doesn't say what happens afterwards. Like, she doesn't say the next step. She just says that there's two boys who don't want to be there. Um, right. Mm-hmm. So right. there's something that gets left unsaid there, Yikes. which is interesting. Good so point. maybe that's what they were trying to do with that. But I don't know. I, I have a question about the flashback stuff. So part of the flashbacks, I get, because it's Mona seeing these two boys, for instance. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like half of the flashbacks was Mona walking in... Like it looks like a bombed out. Like, bo- yeah, because it's either ash yeah. or snow. I'm going to assume it's ash. Um, but God knows. I, I have I no idea. Snow. Um, I didn't get like that. Didn't go anywhere. It didn't. It just. It was like eight it was times an of her. Thing, yeah, yeah like but why? Why did they do was that? It, I think it was a motif that, like for stakes about like why she is. So, I just didn't get it. Yeah, because the movie t- then really fl- like the 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 flashbacks center on Mona, yeah. right? Like even though we mm-hmm. see we see Teria and some of them, and then. Like, which centers her as kind of the main character of it because we're seeing so much of it through her perspective. And then that really is is headed off because there is, a, you know, there are several moments towards the end of the movie where they, like, the people, you know, like, it looks like it's going to break down and then they're like, Mona, you're the only one who can, mm-hmm. can save, yeah. like, this Norwegian woman is the only woman it who has can to be save Mona. 
the Palestinian and Israelis from themselves. And I guess that's like it was it was more just to center her as the main as the protagonist of the of the film rather than maybe being too much on her husband. That's that's what I got. Yeah. It, it's also sure. possible, given what Kevin said earlier, that and what you found about how they did transitions, that like they use that at transitional moments. It's possible that that was just written into the script and they just kind of transitioned it over to the movie. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Which I'm not sure. You're, as we're saying, I'm not sure it was the best choice because you can obviously mm-hmm. do a hard cut in a movie and it's not a big deal. Right. But right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Do we have any other closing thoughts or should we go to the uh, go to our categories? I've got my categories. All right. Shall we? Um, Kevin, why don't you start this with who won the movie? Who won the movie? Yeah. Dip- Diplomatic Waffles. Ha! <laughs> Diplomatic Waffles. Diplomatic Waffles clear. won this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I think I think that's clear. I, I have no yeah. follow-up questions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's the uh, yeah. John, who won the movie? I think uh, I think Teria won this movie because mm-hmm. by with no real backing, no real reason that any of this should have worked. Like he's the head of a of a think tank that is funded by as i understand it a collection of norwegian labor unions so it's not totally even clear to me why in any way that they're involved in international relations or this but he just like kind of does it mona's a diplomat right yeah but he was definitely running his own kind of but but like because his his foundation which theoretically sponsored all of this and came up with it like i I don't know. I think this was actually about his like negotiating principles, and that's yeah. what the that's what the union was trying to put forward. And it's like, oh well, let's take an easy problem to solve, like the Israeli-Palestinian <laughs> peace crisis. Uh, we can do that. Can. Anyway, um, so I think like, you know, obviously this did not turn out working. Uh, I mean, it did produce, I think, the framework that is still in place in a lot of ways. Correct. But so it did. It was the most impactful thing that's ever happened in those relations, aside from the various wars. But uh, so it it was consequential, even if not ultimately successful in what it wanted to do. But like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of crazy that just to kind of, you know, Terrier did it. So like, I I think Terrier is the winner. Random people. That's actually a good point, because it's very un-Norwegian to have a guy, one guy, one individual who believes so strongly in his in in his way in his framework that's never been tested before that he just pushes it through on like and it like if it didn't work it could go really 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 poorly yeah. mm-hmm. but he he has mm-hmm. the confidence of an american president <laughs> and uh <laughs> just goes for it speaking of i feel like another potential winner based on like the fact that this is such an unknown mm-hmm. historical event like Nobody knows this guy's name. I didn't know his name. Yeah. Hmm. I think maybe Bill Clinton won the movie because he's the one who took credit for everything. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, like when if you ask me about the Oslo Accords, I I see Bill Clinton standing between <laughs> yep. the two guys shaking yep. hands, right? Yeah. And then you're like, Bill, way good, to go, Bill. Good, way to go, Bill. Yeah. good job. Yeah. So you I did feel it. like that's a great, you did that's it. a really good point. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm, yeah, that's that's fantastic. You're who do you have in the movie? Um. I really like the performance of, and I don't remember the guy's name, but m- the guy who plays Moriarty. He will forever just oh, Andrew, be Moriarty. Andrew me. Scott. Yes. Andrew Scott. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to say uh, the idea of alcohol as a social lubricant for peace mm. negotiations, because I tr- honestly... Specifically like, Black Label, or uh, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Walker. Walker. Black. black Label. <laughs> or I, Red Wine. Red Wine. Red yeah, wine. a lot red of Red Wine. Scene, but yes, namely Johnny Walker Black. I just think it's, you know, like humans, when, when we loosen up a bit, are more likely to get along with other people. And that's, I think it, it's just a critical way of... Uh, it's one thing Norwegians have understood is that you need a drink to, yes. get to know your and colleagues. That, that is, that is <laughs> oh, like, yeah. the, that's this, I think it's, it's really funny because that's like the center point of the play is like Eventually, the only way like, to talk to someone is to get personal. And, and yeah. when you get, per, being personal with someone is the only way to actually connect yeah. and and yeah. yeah get anywhere so yeah it's alcohol is necessary to get to that personal <laughs> level to actually be constructive so I, I get it yeah um guys who lost the movie kevin or kevin or john do you got you feel strongly I, I i do um diplomatic waffles lost the movie um because they because they were not celebrated enough 
They were oh. they uh, were not feed. They were intrinsic. Feels like a diplomatic in the, answer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, they they were they were they were you know pivotal to the the negotiations yeah. and. Again. Kevin, again, no notes. <laughs> Thank I, you. Yeah, no, Thank you. No, I think we're good. John, who lost the movie? Uh, I mean, I I think, yeah, I think I have to go with, like, the kind of obvious one, which is just the, yeah. the peace process or everyone. Uh, <laughs> in some, I mean, like, I, yeah. you know, it's hard to divorce the, I mean, it is a, it's a really interesting movie. It's a really interesting play. It was an interesting time. It is sad how it ultimately turned out. And it's hard to forget that, as we said, going into it. And we don't want to forget it coming out of it. So, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So, I'll be a downer and say that. That's a good one. Yeah. Norwegian accents. (laughs) (laughs) Check. Yeah, just in general. I'm going to just hop on and and just say, because I actually... uh, uh, Not to be a dick. uh, Well, you're about to be. Uh, acting is a very difficult job, and sometimes people play conservative, and 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 that's probably the safer choice. And sometimes people go for big swings. And um, uh, the actress uh, Yana Pladakova is the Czech actress who played the, um, the Swedish lady. Played played the cook. Oh, the cook. In the manner, and came in with just really bad Norwegian accent. I thought just uh, try, trying your best, really trying, but like a cartoony accent and um, I could not get over it. And so also I might say the Oslo lost because none of this movie was shot in Oslo. Despite being I was literally yeah. about to say, I was going to say Sarpsborg because like, apparently that's like, I would have never known that that's where it actually took place. Yeah. Uh, yeah I just yeah. feel like we've, We've, or you could even argue that Tidy had lost the movie because he's not even remembered. Like people mm-hmm. don't know his name, or people don't know Mona as like a pivotal character in this either. Yeah. And if anything, they're like, I'm surprised Norwegians don't know, or that we don't talk about this thing more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Do you? Do I? We? I knew about it. You ever heard that guy's name before? I've heard Jan Egeland. <laughs> yeah, Jan Egeland. Because he's a megalomaniacal. Yeah, but Jan Egeland is basically the Bill Clinton of this situation yeah. in Norway. He also yeah. took credit of for all this shit. Yeah. And he, he was pressured on, into it. Didn't he go on to do more, Jan Egeland? Yeah, wasn't he oh, a prime he's minister? Still yeah, was a person of notes. <laughs> Googling, <laughs> Googling frantically <laughs> typing in. Yeah, we're so bad doesn't at celebrating Il- our Doesn't own. Ilvis have a song about him? Yes. No, he's the... The, he's the what does the fox say, people? Yeah. Uh, oh, they right. have, they have made a video about Jan Eglin. Why? That's he's awesome. The, he's the no secretary idea. general of the Norwegian Refugee Council. Oh. So he's always oh. on the news and in the media yeah. whenever... But it was before that, wasn't he? Didn't he rise he to an even better, higher position in, in well, the was Labour he Party? Stat, stats minister? Nice. Or, or uh, not stats minister? Uh, like he, head he of EDs. He's the yeah, foreign, 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 foreign minister. Yeah, foreign affairs. Secretary minister. of State equivalent. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Maybe. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> anyway, um, there's no way to find out. There's no way. We we and don't. That actor, not Norwegian. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> does anyone have a guy? I do. Go hit me. The woman who brings in the diplomatic waffles. <laughs> okay, I, I was gonna say the same thing. I completely agree, Kevin. Yeah, she, I think thank she, you. Right. she was a national treasure. She as, is a in national the words treasure of, of the guy of yeah. Abu Allah. Like he was like, this woman is a national treasure. And she like, did save the day. Yeah. she did save the day. Several occasions. And she's I like, think. the secret's in the cardamom, and I'm like, oh, is it? Everybody fucking knows that. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. All right, that's your two. John, who's your guy? I mean, that was I think that was going to be my guy too. Oh I'll, my fucking but, god. But I'll I'll, yep. I'll I'll pick an Stick a, with a your gut, man. traditional guy and say, I mean, I think of as I've said, I think of my, the guy is meant to be a smaller character, not one of the main characters, yeah. but uh traditionally, but I think I will say uh in addition to Waffles Lady, probably I, I as we talked about, I really liked um Hassan like his yeah. mm-hmm. straight, his like straight man, deadpan, yeah. like throwing in the communist language all the time. Yeah. And it's like, dude, come on! Like we're not. No, no one's here for that. <laughs> Abu Allah just like raising the glass, just laughing at it, basically. Like, no one's, <laughs> we're, you know, let's just move, move aside from that. But it was like he, he kind of kept the same character throughout. So you didn't even necessarily see an obvious mm-hmm. transition, and he didn't become a caricature or anything. But 
he clearly also like he was changing inside or he was negotiating, he was opening up. He, you know, I, mm-hmm. uh, he had that kind of touching final negotiation or final scene with the, uh, with the Israeli economics professor. Like it was, it was, it was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I appreciated his character. Um, I like the junior Israeli. No, the yeah, the he's joke. so happy. He just he's seemed just so to... out of it too. He was like, he was didn't really comprehend the gravity of the situation. I know. I think yeah. he was, <laughs> he was just having a good time. He's like, the liquor is great here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He had low like stakes a... for him. He was just like, oh, not yeah. Um, what was his position? What did he? Wasn't he in a? Because the main, first Israeli guy was a professor, and I think yeah. he, yes. it was just like a colleague of him, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was like a grad student. He couldn't be a like government guy. Like his TA guy. or yeah. something. That would like, be yeah. so dope. Yeah. <laughs> to be like, to be brought in as like a grad student. It'd be Could wild because again, be... it's also like, I see it's low, like it's either like, no matter what, this is just going to be a great story and maybe it falls apart, but like, or. As long as I don't get killed. Yeah. 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 I mean, technically, so what I was wondering, technically, like if they, they were, were Americans, crime. they would be breaking the law. Right? Yeah, like what's the name of that law? You can't, well, the Logan Act. Like, oh, yeah, but yeah. only yeah, like, if they portray themselves as such. If they, if if they're careful enough with their language to say, like, we are not representing anyone. We are making no promises. We are just like, I am coming here with my knowledge of the of the Israeli government, or in the Logan Act, the American government. Let's have a conversation. I mean, yeah, but then they laid down a series of principles for negotiating peace. So, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Like, like, there's there's a not, what you say and what you do kind of. Thing. We're not with the government. We're just state building. Yeah. Anyway, okay, fair point. That's this is this is why we don't bring John to negotiations. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I mean is just like it was brave. Yeah. It, like even of the real guys, even if it like even of and I I agree yeah. he was a funny character and it would be awesome. But like it was it was brave of them. That still took yeah. courage. Again, yeah. that's mm-hmm. courage. Um, my guy is I, I agree with uh, John. I th- generally I, I try to pick lesser known people, but I want to for this one I want to pick uh, my guy is Teria at the specific moment of when he um, has to when he does the. Uh, thank you again. Yes. <laughs> Much appreciated. Much appreciated. Because I have been there. Like, I am a non-confrontational guy, and I've had people, and just, you, when you just suck it up, and you just have to be polite and be like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. Just Great. Thank, thank you. So, thank you. Uh, that again, hit me thank in the you soul. for that. Again. Thank you. Yes, so that. With that, um, hey, uh, Kevin, mm-hmm. uh, uh, as we always uh, do, we, we give the film a rating based on something from the movie on a one to six scale. Kevin, what are we going to... Diplomatic waffles, right? Diplomatic waffles. All right, so we... Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> what else could there be? Uh, other, I mean, other than that, it would be cases of Johnny Walker Black, but... No, wa- diplomatic waffles. Diplomatic waffles. Just get, uh, very quickly, to, uh, the Norwegian waffles. We have two Norwegians here. How do you have your waffles? What are when you if you get a Norwegian waffle? What, for what are your, yeah, what for are your, me it's with jam, raspberry jam. Raspberry jam. Do you also like the uh, no sour cream? No for sour me. cream. No. Mm. Sour so, cream. Wait, that was sour cream, I, not like not like whipped cream or heavy cream. No, or no, no. no. It's like you need a little bit of acidity, you know, to cut mm. through the sweetness. Okay. Yeah, and like buttermilk, right? That's mm. like you get acidity. In it. Anyways, Ooh. I I am a, a pro. Like you, a good slab of butter. And some white cheese, Ooh, just to ooh, get them good. a little like saltier. Yeah. Rather, oh, you don't oh, need them so smooth, so sweet. To be honest, so ooh. but if I have to, I would I would rather have it with the sour cream than without. Yeah. If okay, I'm putting pro, jam yeah. on it, would you do but, sour cream and cheese and no. jam? Yeah, yeah, but then you'll it would be brown that. cheese. Brown cheese. Oh, That's like oh. our PB and J, yeah. but it's like sour cream and J and brown cheese that's caramelized <laughs> doesn't, doesn't roll off the tongue in the it doesn't yeah, it does yeah. not but I get but what you're a, saying there's a yeah, waffle place uh, mm-hmm. that's down great down the street Harold's Waffles the king the, king the king's waffles king waffle yeah. Kong right. waffle one uh, guys on well a done. scale of one to six diplomatic waffles uh, Kevin what do you give this movie I'm gonna give this a four and a half out of six diplomatic waffles mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was very good. I really liked the theatrical elements, even if they didn't quite fit into what we, you know, mm-hmm. ex- expect from films. But um, mm-hmm. no, I thought it was very good. Um, yeah, there were, the accents took me out of it because in in mm-hmm. movies that's you need you need to pay attention to accents, um, yeah. and so that's why it kind of took away a little bit. Uh, and I get what you're saying about the dialogue being kind of stilted sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. 
And so, yeah, as as a, an, a film adaptation, it's kind of also took away a little bit. So, uh, so yeah, but, for, but overall, very good. I liked it. It's very, very well done. Uh, four and a half out of five, out of six. Diplomatic right. waffles. John, uh, hit me. Uh, I will also say four and a half out of six. Um, you know, which is, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm generally a high rater, but I, I enjoyed it. Um, for the reasons that we've generally talked about i don't have an amazing mm-hmm. ear for accents so it didn't honestly bother and I, especially not norwegian accents so it didn't mm-hmm. you know bother <laughs> me as much um and i appreciated learning the story i enjoyed that it was both an incredibly serious topic and i got some good laughs in uh it was an enjoyable mm-hmm. flick w- would watch again though not like Wait, yeah quick question is it is it four and a half both times that you um, watched it I'd say yes. I don't know that it would be the third time, but I, okay. <laughs> but I, I, you know, left it a couple weeks apart, and I picked up some things the next time, and I still laughed at the laugh lines, which I, which you know, meant they were good. Um, mm-hmm. I think so. I, I'm keeping it four and a half. Mm-hmm. I do. I cannot wait to see what what Arlen says though. Yeah, let's get. It's gonna be before, like. Before <laughs> we get to that, Gura, what do you give for someone who did not like the movie? I didn't like the movie, but it's. I think it's an important movie, and I think like it's a good movie, and it's for anyone who's not Norwegian and who's not going to be annoyed with all the things that I was annoyed with. Mm-hmm. Um, they would have given it even more diplomatic waffles, but for me, three and three quarters diplomatic waffles. Three and three quarters. It's a good. It's a good movie. It just. So wait, I it, kept when you getting, cut the waffle. Uh huh. Well, they easily so divide into four. So that's not hard. Part, well, wait, but in they Norway they divide into five. Pentagon? Yeah, it's a pentagon. It's oh. three and two. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you so you have to. It's not. It's so not perfectly. It's not a clean cut. You'd have to. You got to do some yeah, estimating like there. Diplomacy is never clean, right? Exa- <laughs> you know what? That's. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. Oh, Erlen. Oh, yeah. That's great. That was great. Okay, so quick quick note though, since we're at a six, right? And then then. My my ge- the reason why I asked uh, John about the would you like was it a consistent four and a half is yeah. because my general feeling is like I would only bother watching something again if it was at least three. Yes. That's okay. like fifty percent. It's like it's good, not great. It's fine. I'll watch it again. I would not rewatch this. Two and a I'm half. Going, gonna go for two and a half. Maybe <laughs> two and a half plus a little cardamom, a little extra cardamom. <laughs> boom boom. You know what I mean. Maybe a little, maybe a little bit more sour cream, a little buttermilk, but generally like sub three for sure, because I just okay. would not bother with this one again. Interesting. Er- Erlen, you and I are just best buds today. <laughs> yeah, we're finally we're on the same way. Finally, this is it. Um, I originally, when I was, because uh, now, unfortunately, when we watch these, knowing that we're doing a podcast, I kind of like started tracking in my head, like there's like a little number and it's, like it either goes up or down. And so as I'm watching, I'm like, this is a two, like this is a two movie. I'm not enjoying myself. Um, once it got into the third act, and as I mentioned before, I liked the scene in Sweden and that bumped it up for me and I maybe enjoy it more and to get over the hiccups that for the other things that I was I was frustrated with in the cinematography and the, some of the acting choices and the scripting. Yeah, so if you ignore the cinematography, acting, and the script, and it's it's fine. No, but I, I did enjoy it more, so, so that bumps it up a little, and I, I'm just going to match my good buddy Erlen at 2.5 diplomatic levels. Are you, are you matching with the same levels of cardamom? Too? Mine's the other half of the... We okay, can literally yeah. we take can combine. We can combine it. Of the, <laughs> but I probably is a kick-ass play. It, it, oh, yeah, I imagine. Yeah. I bet this yeah, is a we, way better play than Kevin, it is. Kevin, you are delegated to watch our yes, play. Please like, do. You you got, watch the play, and then you, you got tell it. us if it's better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, it won several awards. Yeah, yeah. Tony Awards. Yeah, yeah. yeah, totally Tony Awards. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, but what do those guys know? What did Tony, um, Tony doesn't know? Can we, uh, uh, Earl and I talked earlier about what movie we should do next month. Um, and uh, we're, we're looking at uh, the uh, 2019 film Amundsen, the, called Amundsen, the, great, the Greatest Expedition, which is available on Amazon Prime in America. Um, Amundsen. Um, I feel like it's um, um, a little reminiscent of Contiki vibes. Norwegians love their explorers. Yeah, explorers. yeah I think it is Get kind of like the same period. Get ready for some eaten. Right, I imagine. 46% oh. on Rotten Tomatoes. Sounds Wait, good. Can you yeah. this? I can't, I can't oh, find shit. it. Don't spoil, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I googled the... the <laughs> yeah, fair. Whatever. A-M-U-N-D-S-E-N. Got it. 
Uh, it's, it's Do you guys on, have any was, other suggestions, though, if we don't go for that? Because the other ones that Jack brought up were, like, worse. objectively horrible movies. Like, uh, they were about, like, a tunnel, and there was one about, like, like in Norwegian comedies, it just never really slapped. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Well, oh, we got to talk, uh, girl, uh, Norwegian movie fall. Oh, yeah. This was, this was such a big deal that they talked about it on the national news, but apparently there's a, a, a number of, of big Norwegian movies coming out this fall in theaters and Excellent. probably also available online. Including the sequel to The Wave and oh, The Quake. Yeah. Which, yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Which we're going to see because as Erlen would hate a movie like that, but this one also demonizes the oil industry. Yes, which I am so, all so for that. that. Ah, screw those like guys. Like Deepwater Horizon, yes. kick-ass movie. Way to go, Marky Mark. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it's actually not bad. <laughs> it is objectively probably better Real talk. this movie. Let's, uh, so, so how about we stick with Amundsen? If not, well, drop something. I, in. There, there may be some... Uh, I don't know how next month is going to work because uh, Giro is... There's some stuff going on. Is yeah. going to give birth in not too long. Too <laughs> yeah. Much. Kira is birthing. So I don't know what the, what the hell next month is going to look we'll like. Play you guys might, we'll you guys play it by ear. We'll play it by ear. You guys might have to go on about us and then Ooh, figure it out. Then we're just going to hijack it. Yes, yeah, so just be like, oh, fuck Jack. Jack. We're good. <gasps> Jesus Christ. That's a good pun. Oh, oh God. I would I'm love to hear now. how that podcast goes. All right. With that. Thank uh, you. Thank you. We're going to be... Uh, <laughs> What, what am I trying to say right now? Hey, if you want to email us with any of your thoughts on this insane podcast we've been doing for like four or five years, Jesus Christ, um, you oh, can do God, so yeah. at at norga at gmail.com. N-O-R-G-E. And we will catch you next time for the two, uh, 2019 film Admundsen. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Yeah.